Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of BS Drunk Movie Reviews. This is a weekly podcast, and we do upload the video version of this to our YouTube channel, so be sure to check us out there. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm being joined by my sister, Veta. Hi. Hey. (laughs) And so for this month, we are going to be continuing with the theme of imaginary friends, and we are going to be talking about the best imaginary friend movie drop dead fred uh yeah because we couldn't we couldn't do imaginary friends without this movie it's like the the imaginary friend you know theme movie oh this is the standard like if you're gonna do an imaginary friend movie if it doesn't meet the level of Mm -hmm. drop dead fred it sucks ass absolutely um veta okay so before we get started on a couple things i want to just say like uh this movie was a lot darker than i thought it would be you know what i'm saying Um, it totally is i don't like i've seen it throughout the years but i think as i've gotten older like more and more of it like the whole time i'm like what why isn't elizabeth in like serious therapy right right (laughs) as an adult okay and I, I have, I want to talk to you about some th- certain things. I'm sorry, I'm pouring, pouring some more um, alcohol. Okay, so let's, let's, uh, before we get into this, this review, let's ask the most important question of tonight, and that is, what are you drinking? So, um, it doesn't have a name. I made it up myself, so I'm going to call it the Drop Dead Fred. You're doing. <laughs> so, I took like four different types of schnapps vodka and cherry coke and just threw it all in a cup and it's actually really good but i it reminded me of when they're making um at breakfast and they're just oh, kind the of throwing pie. everything in it so Yum. i went in and i just i tried to find like a drop dead fred drink and i, I did couldn't. too so i was like i'm just gonna open the li- liquor cabinet and just pour everything in and then top it off with a little coke and we're gonna call it a day yeah so no that's it's great. got like five different types of schnapps triple sec vodka and a little bit of splash i mean when i say a little bit of splash of uh, Coke. It was pretty much just to give it coloring because right there on. wasn't much room in the cup, but it's good. Right on. Well, I'm having wine, and I didn't just pick wine because I was lazy. I I literally looked for a Drop Dead Fred uh, drink, but then I was like, they drink wine in the movie, and the and the the ex, uh, soon to be ex husband, he's drinking wine the whole time, and. And they have the was, wine tasting. Yeah. And I was like, so that's like, I was like, if there's a reason for me to drink wine, I'm, I'm all. Oh, fine. I totally expected you to be having yeah. wine. Yeah. They had a wine tasting. I yes. mean, that alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, except he spit it out. I would never spit it out. Why right. I, that's the one thing I don't get about wine tasting. I mean, if they're trying to keep their palate clean, then drink a sip of water or. Yeah, that's like what I do. Sushi. They tell you if you go from like a, a tempura sushi a sushi with a tempura in it or a spicy sushi that's what the um ginger is for is to cleanse your palate so at a wine tasting pass out some ginger cleanse right. your palate yeah yeah that's a good that's a good idea all right so let's get started on this movie all right so it starts off with her as a little girl by the way very cute little girl and her adorable. mom's her mom's reading her a bedtime story of uh was it cinderella i didn't write it down i i didn't yeah it doesn't matter anyway so and she goes, and did they live happily ever after? And she's like, yes, of course they did, Elizabeth. They live happy ever after. And she goes, that's bullshit. And I was like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, little girl. You need to calm it down. Um, uh, So, although cute kid, cute kid. So I was like, well, you kind of get away with it. Um, So we go through that long ass uh, thing and then it gets to drop as it goes to 21 years later and she's sitting in her car and she's talking to herself where she's like trying to motivate herself. She's like, she's like, no, Charles, I, this is important to me. She kept saying, this is important to me. And I was like, is it important to you, honey? Uh, so she's like pre um, going through what she's going to say when she yeah. goes into her husband's Pre-game. office. Yeah. Yeah. She's, She's practicing her speech. Yeah, which I just want to say right now, I've done this Wasn't so many good. times. Yeah, I, well, I've done this so many times. Like, I've just been like, oh, what are you going to say? I'd be like, and I'm like, no, bitch, listen here <laughs> and everything. So um, so she prepares her speech, but then she goes into her husband. By the way, he's a car dealer and yeah. he 
flips the switch on her and he's like, oh, this was such a, you were right. I should go and be with Isabella um, or Annabella. Is her name Annabella or Isabella? Annabella, Because yeah. I was confused. I thought it was Isabella. And then at the end when um he says her name, I was like, is her name Annabella? Anyway, so Annabella. And he's like, you're right. I should be with Annabella. She has captured my heart. And I was like, oh, you're being a dick right now and stuff. And she's like, I don't think I said that. He was um, gaslighting her before gaslighting was so, a thing. Oh, <laughs> yes, he was. He was so doing. And then I love the woman. By the way, I love the fashion in this movie. Um, I love the woman. She's like. The fact that she's what, like 30 years old and she dresses like she's in kindergarten still. Like, holy crap. I, I don't know. I kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of charming. But I love I love the big like shoulders and the epaulets that this movie has. Okay, so. And the layers, so many layers. Oh my God, so many layers, but I love it. I love the woman that's like, excuse me, can I test drive this car? And then, so while they're test driving, right? She pulls up next to her. But if you, I don't know if you noticed, I wrote it down. Did you notice the line before um, Elizabeth pulls up? The, the, the Charles, Charlie, he's, he's like, he pulls back the top and he's like, he's like, this, this car, it looks great topless. And then the woman goes, the car should reflect the owner. Yes. And I was like, I was like, excuse me, inappropriate lady, you whore. Um, and like, I was like, inappropriate. <laughs> I, was, I like, was like, I'm pretty sure in today's society, that'd be like a hashtag me too moment. I don't know. Because in my opinion, I don't think Charlie is attractive. So I was I just about like, to ask you that. Adios. Yeah, I didn't think he was that good. I don't think he's that good looking. So I'm like, why are all these women fighting over this dude? And I'm sorry, I don't find him charming either. Like, I don't no. know if you, yeah. every oh, These girls and seem to be charmed by him. And it's not like you're going, oh, a car salesman, the man of my dream. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I was very confused by like why these women are like falling for this, this uh, hunk of beef in quotations. <laughs> So then she's on the phone, um, by the way, on the the payphone, which those don't exist anymore, with her bestie, which is Carrie Fisher, rest in peace. Oh. And she's telling her about her whole ordeal. Remember when there were no cell phones and you had to do shit like that and everything to talk to your and bestie? she's searching for quarters. Oh, oh my, my God, God right? remember like having to yes. plan quarters before you got out of the car to make it? Yeah, yeah. And do no. you remember being so cheap, like, I don't know if when you were in high school, but when we were in high school, like we didn't have, like, I never had a quarter, but mom would always be like, when you're done with practice, call me. Cause we only live like 10 minutes away from the high school. And I would do the collect call and go, mom, it's me. Practice is over. Come and get me by. Hey, bro, I didn't do that. Um, I could never find a quarter. So when it would say, say your name in a collect call, mom, it's me. Come and get me. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, So Okay, so while she's doing that, a guy breaks her window, steals her purse, and another guy steals her whole car. And then she goes back to her job, which she is a... Um, Donna. Yes, thank you. And because she late, she's late, she gets fired. And so while what she's... Is, would she get fired, though? Because she comes in and is like, I lost my husband, I lost my purse, I was robbed, and I got my car stolen. And he goes, all that on your lunch break. And she's like, yeah. And she's clearly carrying like the police. Because like when you file a police report, the cops give you their car, a card with all the information. on. Could, could he, could he fire her? Because she was robbed and all of that. That portion of the program I do not know about. Uh, I'll, I'll say. Like and it bothered me even as a kid. I thought that judge was a dick. Oh, he was a dick because he didn't have any sympathy for her. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, she just lost her husband and, uh, you know, whatever. But what are you going to do? Okay. So then, sorry, I'm pulling up my notes. Uh, where did those go? Okay. Sorry. 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 Okay. So she gets off the elevator with her box and a small piece of me, there was a security guard on there. And I was like, you called security on this little woman. Like, what is she going to do? Um, but he, then he like passed her. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. So then she trips over a briefcase and knocks over all her stuff and runs into Mickey buns. Okay. And first off, Mickey recognizes her like right away. 
And I'm all like, really? Because I don't think I could recognize somebody that I grew up with that was six years old when we moved away. (laughs) Not a chance. Yeah. And then he talks about how he's there because he's in a divorce. And she's like, oh, I hate that word. I'm like, don't we all? He's like, yeah, but I get to keep my daughter. And I'm all like, what's going on here right now? This is a weird meet cute. Um, But uh, I loved it. And then he talks about how she was crazy when they were younger. And... He's like, remember what you did to my grandma? And I'm like, what'd you do to your grandma? Right. And everything. I was like, story time. Yeah, exactly. And all, he, all she did was throw paint on her. And I was like, oh, that's not that big a deal. I mean, it would suck, but it's not that big a deal. Although I did laugh when she threw the paint on her. Um, Because I was like, this, this little it's piece. bright yellow. Like, why does anyone have bright yellow paint? <laughs> right. And then, um, oh, excuse me. Um, he They shaved a cat. Whose cat was that, by the way? I don't know whose cat that was. Mm. I have no idea. And, I don't uh, know whose cat it was either. Right. So then Carrie Fisher comes by her office and she's all like, you need to. And and I'm sorry. Listen, I love Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace. But her big bag of bullshit, this whole this whole movie, we're like, you need to breathe in your inner light. Are you surrounded by light? And I'm all like, what are you talking about? This this, you know, Sanjay Gupta shit is getting on my last nerve. So <laughs> so um, so then she's all uh, so then. <laughs> Uh, did you like Carrie Fisher's character in this movie? I did. I love the fact that she lived on a boat. Oh my God, I love that so much. Although I wouldn't live on a boat. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I love the fact, what's her boyfriend's name? Maury? M- Mort? Uh, yes, Mort. <laughs> sure, whatever. I Murray, love- Murray. Murray. I love that she's like, this is the one night a month. I'm like, is Murray married? Or is he only coming to town once a month? What is happening? We need more story of what's going on here. <laughs> right on. So they go back to her apartment and her mom's there. And she's like, I heard. And I'm like, how did you hear? And she's like, um, and then she tells her that she's coming with her to live with her. And I'm all like, uh, no, don't do it. And um, she does. And I want to, can we, can we real quick talk about the mom for just a real quick second? Oh, because just a real quick second. You, oh, it will not be a real quick second, but I, I have, I have thoughts about the mom. Okay. The, what are your thoughts? You go, you tell me what your thoughts are first about the mom. I hate the mom so much. Isn't she just the worst parent ever? She is the worst parent she is just a terrible human being because even when it shows her interacting with the dad when he was still in the picture, she is just a horrible person. Like she has this picture perfect image and she doesn't care how big of a bitch or who she's got to murder to keep that image. She cares more about the perception of their family than their actual family. Yeah, and I didn't like at the, the towards the end when she blamed um her child for her yeah. husband leaving. And I'm all like, no, you were just a bitch. That's why he left. I would have left you too. I mean, like you were just such a such a controlling asshole. Like yeah, the whole and time. I have I have more hatred towards her when we get to the end with the yeah. nurse and everything. Oh, that, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this mom just was, she just liked the idea of a child and a family and a husband, but she didn't actually like having them. True. So true. So true. I just didn't didn't like her. Everything about her. I was like, why didn't Fred ever do anything to her? Yeah. Oh oh my gosh. Which I want to talk about Fred. Okay. When we get to, when when he pops up. Okay. So then they get back to her house and she says, mind the carpet, because there is a sign there that says um, that it was uh, just shampooed or whatnot. Yep. She just had it cleaned. Yeah. She said, yeah, because it says do not uh, uh, remove uh, that Mm -hmm. sign or whatnot. And so she goes up to her bedroom and she opens up the closet, which I'm like, why are you opening up the closet? But I'm like, you know, you have to because you're setting up Fred. But explain to me why her room still looks like a six-year-old girl. Right. Yeah, I don't get that either. Like, I feel like she was never allowed to grow up. Oh, I get that too, which, you know, explains a lot with her, like, fashion and all that stuff. Yeah. So she pulls out this jack-in-the-box that has tape over it, right? And then she sets it on the thing, and then she's sleeping, and she has a memory from when she's little. Now, I want to be honest with you. When I was little, and I saw this scene for the first time, and he, like, puts his hand behind the pillow, and then he, like, taps her on the head— that scared me. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? 
Um, and then she wakes up and the, the box goes off and then she releases the tape and Fred pops out. And now the introduction to Fred is the best because he's all like, hey, ew, you got old and everything. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, not face. It's not face. And he's like, name? yeah. And he's like, where's all the dolls? I want to play with the dolls. And he's like, hello, Aunt Jemima. Hello, Angelique. <laughs> and everything. <laughs> So, okay, I'm going to ask this question, and then this is going to be a theme throughout this conversation, is was, and, and I want to know your opinion, was Fred real, or was Fred really a part of her imagination, and she was doing all this stuff, but seeing Fred do it? I think that can go either way. I feel like it could be real, and I'll explain why when we get there a little later. Um, I think he could be real, but I also think he could be a figment of his imagination. I'm going to fall on he is real because I like that version better. I totally believe he's real. And I do have a reasoning for this, which we will get to later on, like you said. But I do, I do think he's real. Okay. Yeah. So then, long story short, he's like, you grew up. And she's like, yeah, I grew up. Now, one one thing that I did not like in this movie, and I don't know if you cared for it, when he's like, oh, I forgot to give you something. And he, like, wipes his <sighs> finger in his nose, and then he rubs it on her cheek. Fucking gross. Do that oh, to me. Oh, nasty. So gross. Absolutely horrendous. Oh, Oh, no. I'm telling you right now. Rub your and boogers on my face. And she does it at the end of the oh, movie. Yeah, disgusting. Oh, Just, so I'm just going to say right now. If anybody ever rubbed their their snot or boogers on my face, you're going to catch these hands. Equal rights, equal lefts. You know what I'm saying? And these fists do not discriminate. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking gross. It's the same thing. If you spit on me, I'm five foot four, 100 pounds and nothing. You're going to catch these hands. You know what I'm saying? So, catch these hands. So I, you weren't a part of it because you were you're younger. But our older brother and I and like our group of friends to be funny would like tackle each other and then lick the side of their face. That's yeah. not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> okay, continue. It was funny. <laughs> now I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with us? That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that's not funny. I would <laughs> you not be happy. a booger on me, and yeah. you're not my three year old child who doesn't comprehend any. That's gonna get a lecture from mom about why we don't do that. If you're anyone else. Yeah, I'm like you. I'm getting in the car and I'm running over you. And then I'm backing up and running over you again to prevent you yeah. from doing that to anyone else. I'm helping the world. Yeah. So then he goes and he like gets- one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh my gosh, so good. So he finds some fresh dog poo and he rubs it all over her freshly uh, cleaned carpet. Shampooed white carpet. Yeah, and I love the song that he sings. He's like, dog poo, dog poo, lucky, lucky, dog poo. <laughs> pull up the side, pull up there. Lucky, lucky, smelly, dog poo. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I have remembered that song 20, 30 years later. Yeah, it's... <laughs> remember that song so yeah. much and then i love how he pulls out the the ink and he's like oh let's write on the carpet that's right mother sucks and i'm like that's all you got fred that's all you got and everything and i did although i just want to say when he throws the ink the ink blot or whatnot mega bitch that's what they called her he oh yeah yeah, yeah. mega, mega bitch. Me oh was it mega beast i thought it was mega beast because when he i i thought it was mega bitch the first time but then it he kept but did he change it to Mega Beast? I think it went back and forth, but I oh, okay. prefer Mega Bitch over. Mega I prefer Beast. Mega Beach. Okay, so can I just say when he throws up that ink blot, that ink uh, like little cartridge or whatever, and she catches it, I was like, "There's no way that would have spilled a little bit because it had such and a small." Who still has even when this movie was made? Who still has just a tub of ink sitting around? Right, in exactly. There. Like she's pulling out a quill and writing, <laughs> writing letters. She's doing calligraphy thus, from the 1300s. Right, she's like, thus come over Saturday to prepare for gala and everything. And you're like, get the hell out of here. Okay, <laughs> so the, um, she plays hide and seek and he goes hides in the woodshed. And she wakes up the next morning. And I love how when she's walking down, the carpet is completely cleaned. And everything and she's like oh thank god and then she comes and she finds her mom and she's like 
I ask for this carpet to stay clean. And this is what happens. Dog mess. And she doesn't even say shit or anything. She just no. says mess. Um, so then while they're at breakfast, um, Fred shows up and he's like, he's like, oh, it's the mega bitch. Uh, be gone, Satan. And everything. <laughs> I love this part. Um, and I also have to say, uh, I did love the fridge gag um, when he pulled out his head and he was like, whoo. Ooh, and everything <laughs> and then he's trying to smoosh it back yes yes, yes i love that and i also love when he stepped and looked under her dress he's like cobwebs cobwebs <laughs> and everything um what did you think about this i love that part i love that you know he's i don't like that he flicks boogers in her tea yeah gross. but I, I love that uh, Lizzie, which is what everyone calls Elizabeth or did when she was little or whatever. But I love that um, Phoebe Cates just absolutely positively is trying to not acknowledge Fred. And she's just doing a terrible job of it. Like she right. makes herself look more crazy than if she just nodded or whatever. Yeah. A small piece of me almost would have wished they wouldn't have shown Fred so we could see what she looked like without without Fred there to see what everybody else was seeing when Fred wasn't was there. That would have been there. nice if they'd have done a point of view like that at some point in the movie. Just yeah. flipped over to like what the mom was seeing like at the doctor's office or something. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been great. Okay. So then um, Fred is all like, oh, you got married. You're getting it on with like the pigeons. And then he starts attacking the pigeons because they know. <laughs> and she goes out there and she's all like, um, I can't remember what she says to him out there. Um, but she's all like, uh, he's all like, oh, you just want me to go away. And he's like, I'm going to stand in front of the first. And he turns around and there's a fire truck. He's like, first <laughs> fire truck that comes along. And then he gets hit. But I just want to say, where do they get the fire truck from? Like the 1950s? Like what's going on here? I was like, are we in Mayberry? <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> or what was that movie that was in black and white and uh, Pleasantville? Pleasantville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, is this the color version of Pleasantville? What's happening? Right on. So we get a flashback then of him and they're going to be, they're going to be criminals. They're going to be, and he's like, I made you stripey. And they go in, they take, they, they get out the trash and the parents wake up and everything. And the cops get called. And uh, the dad tackles a cop and gets arrested. And I did, I did like this part because he was up in the tree and he was talking to her about her mom. And he's like, all she does is yell at your father and call you wicked names. You're great. And I was like, you know what's crazy is your imaginary friend is telling you hard truths and you don't even realize them that your mom is a fucking cunt. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. It just, I'm just, you, you can't recognize that your, your evil mom is just a total bitch. And I, and she is a mega bitch. I do not like the mom. I, I have to oh, say that. There's no redeeming qualities in that woman at all. So, uh, so then her mom takes her for a makeover, which I have to admit the makeover was better. Um, even though she just, it was single white female, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the clothes I hated, the hair yeah. The hair was fine, but I like the hair better after it's cut shorter. Right, I agree. I agree. I like it really the the shorter look, but I do I don't mind the clothes. It's just it would have been better if it wasn't the same thing her mom was wearing. Like I'm like, hey, you're, yo, mom, you're you're being weird. Don't be weird. Um, I also like that they use Mac makeup. Mac makeup is the best. Yes, agreed. Uh, so okay, um, so then, okay. So they get back to the house and they find a letter, okay? And I want to talk about this, okay? Because it leads into the fact that I think that Fred is real, okay? So it, it it's a Fred from Charlie, from Charlie. And he's like, oh, I love our mornings. You are like a, uh, oh, I love your gentle touch as she she uh, cuts his throat while shaving. Yeah, <laughs> she is imagining all the things that she thinks Charlie's thinking of when he's writing this. Right. And then um, you are like a, a French Bordeaux that's been aged finally. And I'm like, who fucking writes this shit? What's what? And everything. Um, And then she's like, and she's like, I want to meet you at a apartment tonight. Uh, love Charlie or whatever. 
So she goes back there and Fred reveals that he wrote the letter. And I thought this, and okay, so real quick, I just want to say two things. This is one thing that I'm like, this is why I think Fred is real because he wrote a letter. Yeah. Like, but but also I, I talked to my wife about this and she's all like, yeah, but he didn't really write the letter. She wrote the letter and left it there before they left. I'm like, how? How did she do this? Like her mom watched her like a hawk. And I'm like, how did she get it underneath the door before they left? And she's like, she dropped it before they left. And I was like, all right, that's a good point. Okay, but I still think Fred wrote it. Did you make her drink? She was making too much sense. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say to her all the time. Like, stop making fucking sense. It's annoying. Anyways, (laughs) so she, uh, and then um, he reveals that he wrote the letter. And I thought this was really horrible of Fred. Because then she starts, I I thought it was horrible of Fred. But it also got her out of her mom's house. Oh, like, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I go, so yes, it was a terrible way to do it, but he had good intentions. He just I did it in a shitty way. Right. I Okay, now that you make that point, that's a good point. Stop making sense, fucker. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, no, that's a good point. He did get her out of her house, and that's what she did need that. But I still felt bad for her. When he revealed and she got that look on her face, I felt bad for her because I was like, that's really mean. I mean, because she was very hurt by it. I yeah. did, although, I love the trick that he took his ear and he folded it into his earlobe and then he <laughs> popped it out. I was like, that's talent right there. I was like, I wish I could do that. And then, oh, and then he tries to give her that freaking Oreo from his pocket. Gross. Um, so... <laughs> Never take food that is not individually wrapped from the manufacturer from anyone when they take it out of their pocket. Right. So then, uh, right. So then he sees a poster and he's like, what's this? And she's like, oh, it's a wine tasting thing. He's like, well, we're going to go. And she's like, I don't have anybody to go with. And he's like, I'll be your date. And I'm like, oh, get out of here. But all right, fine. So then she wakes up in the night, right? And she sneaks out of the house and she goes and talks to Carrie Fisher. Okay. And she's like, you need to let me stay here. And that's when we find Murray, okay? (laughs) And Murray apparently lasts all night, which I'm all like, Murray looks like he's like 70. But I'm like, good for you, Murray. And- I don't want to be mean, but you know, all night sex sounds amazing when you're younger. Oh, right. When you're like in, you know, when you're first starting to have sex and you're young and you're all like, I don't have anywhere to be or anything to do. Right. It sounds amazing. Right. Then you have kids and you're just like, when your kids are babies, you're like, shit, they're asleep. Should we try really fast to do this? And yes. it never fails. If you can't get it done in like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. It's like the minute you try to be intimate, it's like your kids have some like super cock blocking power when they're that younger. Preach it, sister. Oh, oh my God. You're so right. And then so as right. they get older, then it's more of a, you're like sneaking around like your teenagers right. when your kids are teenagers because <laughs> now you don't want to scar them. Right. That's so, so true. It's Well, I don't have teenagers, but yeah, it's so right. true. It's so, so I'm true. I'm going... I think by the time I'm able to have sex again, anytime I want at any time of day in my house, I don't think all night and all day at Murray looks like he's in his fifties. I'm going, no, that just sounds exhausting. Like I have laundry to do. I'm I'm in the same boat. Got a job to get to the next day. I got dogs. Yes. Preach it sister. Yeah. I just go, I'm like, Carrie Fisher here. Come on. Girl. Yeah. 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 10 that's, minutes. That's that sounds like work. Like it should be enjoyable. It shouldn't sound like a part-time job. Right. Exactly. And I'm all like, I'm sorry. Don't you, don't you get tired? Listen, my arms get tired after like 10 minutes. I'm all like, yo, I've been pumping away. Can you get on top for a minute here? Cause uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when the girl gets on top, she's like, all right, I just feel like I've been doing spots for 30 minutes. Yeah, Can I do that <laughs> yeah exactly. That's how it is. So it's like, I'm in the same boat. I'm like, listen, a 10, 10, 10, 15 minutes tops. That's all it needs to be. I'm like, okay. And again, you're my brother. So I apologize. I'm like, I don't <laughs> need all night long. I need a good orgasm that puts me to sleep like a lullaby. And I am a happy lady. I get you. I get you. Yeah, you're totally good. Okay. So Carrie Fisher lets her stay in her boathouse, which I'm like, I don't understand this uh, process of living, but hey, no judgment. I'm just, I just don't get it. And we get another flashback, right? 
and Fred cuts off her hair, which I was like, Fred, rude. Okay, she has beautiful long locks and you just cut it off. You and asshole. Every child, as you learned, goes oh, through that experience. It, yes. Ooh, all right. Story hair. time. Story time. Yeah, okay. Side note. Story yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, give me two minutes. Okay. So I have a child. And when she was five. And his daughter best... has the most beautiful she, hair. Yes. She's she a has... beautiful girl in general, but her hair is just her, yes. lovely, beautiful locks. Yeah. She has beautiful hair. I love her hair. Okay. So. It was, it was the day before pictures at school and her best friend, Ariana talked her into cutting her hair, cutting bangs in her hair <laughs> underneath a table with scissors. And if I tell you this shit was so lopsided, it was ridiculous. And so it, true. and I was so like, listen, my wife wasn't upset. Cause she's like, kids are kids. But I'm, I was like, yeah. yeah, but it's before picture day. If it wasn't before picture day, I wouldn't care. I was like, I was like, so it didn't look terrible, but I wish they hadn't done it. But they cut her hair, they cut her bangs, and and I'm like, all right, I guess we're gonna have to deal with it. Which, by the way, she loved it, but I'm all like, because now she looked like her best friend. Yeah, and I'm like, they were twinsies. I'm like, baby, it doesn't. I'm I'm like, okay, fine, whatever, it's fine. You love it, fine. Okay, so now I'll tell mine story. Yeah, you did tell your story. I'm excited. So I have two daughters. My younger two daughters, they're about. They're really close in age. They're less than two years apart. Mm -hmm. um, and it is immortalized in school pictures, hockey pictures, everything. Right. They decided they decided they were going to cut each other's hair. <laughs> or they were going to cut their own hair. That's what it was. They were going to cut their own hair. So the older one just cuts like, you know, a couple inches off of a chunk off of the side. So she doesn't mm -hmm. do anything bad. But the younger one had... I call it Matilda hair because the little actress oh, that played Matilda, yeah. she had hair like that and she had the cute little bangs and everything. So she cuts her bangs. They are now <laughs> zigzag. And then she cut around her ear, like cut the hair that was hanging around her ear. So then to fix her hair, we evened out her bangs. They're like this short. They're oh way my up goodness. here. And then we had to cut her hair really short because she cut the hair around her ear. Man, oh, that's <laughs> And so of course, sucks. it was the week before school pictures oh. and two weeks before hockey pictures. So in her little four-year-old hockey pictures, She's all geared up and holding her stick. She's got like these super crazy <laughs> short bangs. And in her preschool, four-year-old preschool pictures, she's got super short hair and super short bangs. We still laugh about it till this day because I didn't notice it. Yeah. Like we took the other kids to school, came home. I was making them breakfast and I went to get a brush and I was like brushing it. And that's when I noticed it. And they told me they did it the night before bed. So then I was like, I'm a terrible mom. Oh, I mean, man. Mine yes. happened under my nose. Yours happened at your kid's school. Yeah. So you could blame the school. I uh, got to blame me for apparently bad parenting or something. No, I I'm, kids are going to be kids. You yeah. know how it is. But uh, I was, I, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I was like, so like, oh no, why? Why couldn't you do this day after? It would have been fine if you did it the day after. And now I have that same daughter that cut her own hair. She has beautiful hair and she brushes it like, 500 times a day right now you appreciate it right. yes, exactly. <laughs> all right so then okay back uh, to the movie yeah so fred has cut her hair as an adult and it is lopsided as shit <laughs> and carrie fisher's like hey we're gonna go to work um uh murray let's go and murray's you know judging so she okay so she is on the houseboat and she thinks she sees charlie on the the river and everything on their boat yeah, yeah on their boat but i i didn't think it was did it look like charlie to you because i no. saw the dude and i was like that's not charlie you're yeah. just being crazy i think she just wanted it to be yeah so then she drives her houseboat and of course fred shows up and he's like our matey we're pirates we're gonna chop off our leg and glue on a wooden one and she's like yep she's like don't touch anything and he's like can i touch that one and he's like no and everything so he ends up touching something and then he's all like don't worry i'll go down to you know whatever and fix it all he does is smash everything and i think and at one point there's a sign that says turn off if moving or something 
I don't remember exactly what it says, but um, yeah, hold on. I think it said it said something like it's only active in um docking. Yeah, yeah. And I'm all like, I'm all like, uh, yeah. Well, Fred. Okay, so and this goes back to the whole. I think Fred is real because how did she drive the boat and smash all this stuff? You know what I'm well, saying? And I think he's real. Um, I mean, I can make a point for him not being real as well. I totally oh, yeah. Think. But I'm on the point of I believe he's real too. And my my biggest thing comes when we get to the doctor's office later. Uh, yes, and I would yeah. But I go that scene definitely tells it because the boat never veers or curves. It literally sinks in like the middle of the river. And if she went downstairs and was breaking all that stuff, it wouldn't have stayed going straight. I don't yeah. think that's how that works. For a car sure. doesn't stay going straight. If you go, look, mom, no hands, it starts to veer a little. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, like I said, the boat ends up sinking, which you you only see like the top half of it. So she has to she has to suck it up and go tell Carrie Fisher that she sunk her sunk home her house. and uh, <laughs> sunk her whole life. I'm sorry. You like if my house right now just sunk into the ground, that's everything. everything. <laughs> like like it's not just it's not just, you know, you know like hey, by the way, your boat sank. It's it's like your whole life just sank like, into the- Like, you know the... that house you had with all your stuff in it? Yeah, and yeah, she's like, What's it's still gone? there. It's just, you know, a little below, above the water. And I'm like, yeah, okay, hooker. So, and she did this at her job, which I'm all like, and I don't know what her job was, but it's obviously some kind of lawyery business because yeah. they they talk about some, they're talking to some dead buddy. Uh, but um, she confronts her there, which I'm like, this is the worst time and the worst place to confront somebody and be like, hey, I sunk your house. <laughs> and and Gary Fisher, Gary Fisher took it a lot better than I would have because I'd have been like, listen, um, hey, crazy, you're about to catch these hands. <laughs> you're about <laughs> to catch And a little bit hands. later when she gets the check from the insurance, oh, she's yeah. like, tell Fred I said things. And I'm like, no, don't encourage this right exactly which i'm i'm so like i'm such a yenta that i want to know how much it was like she's like have you ever <laughs> seen so many too. zeros and I i'm was, like how many zeros was I, it i was like yeah let me know is this how it's supposed to be really yeah lucid? yeah exactly because i'll sink a boat you know what i'm saying <laughs> so um i did like how carrie fisher went in and grabbed um and i loved how he would grab her hand and but well he does it later on but um the little yeah but i did like in the thing where he's like he's like well we're gonna confront you guys he's like do it and everything and i was like i i loved the actor that played fred um rick um oh what's his mayall mayall is that his name mayall yeah because it's like m-a isn't he dead isn't he dead didn't he die yeah, i think he did pass oh away. that's sad um, real quick side note, and I'll leave this in our Twitter. Did you know he was supposed to play a character in Harry Potter, but they deleted all of the scenes? No. Yeah. He was supposed to play the poltergeist. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I'm getting off on tangents. I could talk about Harry Potter all day. Okay. Well, we do know you love the Harry Potter. I do. So then, and that's when she reveals that she's, uh, she's stooping, uh, Murray, who's married <laughs> and everything. <laughs> um, so, okay. So. Then she goes shopping. I love that little like hat that she has when she's shopping. It's so freaking what nineties that I'm just like, I love you for this this hat, <laughs> this this ugly ass hat. And she picks out her dress for the party, and then she goes to lunch with uh, Mister Bunce. Uh, and I tell you right now, like this lunch. How did you feel about this lunch with Mickey? How did you feel about it? Well, first of all. I went, Mickey, you're an adult. You have a child. You know this behavior is not good. Don't embrace it. And if you want to do it, do it in the privacy of your own home right. in your backyard. Because if I were the other people in that restaurant and a grown-ass adult started having a food fight, I'd be pissed. Right. Um, I did love that he had one earring in his left ear. I was like, oh, that is so 90s. It is. The whole time I was like, oh, that little because it was a gold hoop, right? It was a gold hoop, yeah. Yep. I'm like, and go ahead. That is such a 90s thing. Yeah, it's so 90s. And okay, so I love how he's 
he's sitting there talking to her and i love how fred shows up i love how he like would grab her hand and like dump her water in her thing and then he was and then that whole like where she was all like doing this thing where she was like flicking her hand now I did like how he was all like, you see that girl over there? And he was talking about the girl next to them. And he's like, I dated her a couple of times. I'm like, why are you still there? (laughs) Like, if I was at a restaurant and the girl that I had dated a handful of times was sitting in the table next to me, I would up and leave. Um, Like, you know what? Something just isn't right about this restaurant. Let's go. Let's go have a burger. (laughs) Yeah. And so then she ends up throwing a plate of food and and by the way mickey is loving the shit out of her nonsense her big bag of bullshit he is all in on because he's like no i wish i could be like that i wish i was so different and wacky and i'm all like um you mean childish like (laughs) so um she throws a plate of food okay can i just say when she throws her plate of food that woman that mickey dated is so ridiculous she's like and I'm like, oh, get over yourself. Um, it's fine. Yeah, I did like how he he was like, I was like, he was like trying. Did you get the sense that he was trying to make up for her crazy when she picked up the food and he was like, mm, yeah, it smells good. I'm like, stop carrying water for her. Uh, like, she is insane. Okay. He was totally trying to like make her not look crazy to the rest of the restaurant. Right. And then he starts throwing pasta like a crazy person and he gets kicked out of the restaurant. And then she's like, oh, my dress. And he's like, I'll go get it for you. And I'm like, why? Just just ask them for it. And then she goes to that that concert in the mall. What was that nonsense? <laughs> I like, I, oh, I love the same thing. <laughs> remember that was a 90s thing too. Like, was it? where we lived, Tiffany came and was at the... Oh she, my God, like, she was. She filmed that that that. I think you're alone now at, at the, the Wood, Woodland Mall, right? And in the airport, the part where she's riding oh, the yeah. baggage claim. That's yeah. at the Grand Rapids International. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I love that song. Okay, yeah. so anyway, sorry. Yeah. And yeah. Debbie Gibson played Woodland Mall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that so, was a huge thing. But, in the but this was like a classical concert yeah. at the mall. I was like, those are pop stars. I would so see them again. Oh my God, totally. <laughs> So, so then she, okay. So Fred, she's like, she's like, you're ruining my life. Leave me alone. And he's like, fine. I'm never talking to you again. And then he shows up as the violin, one of the violin players. And then she, like a a normal person, starts hitting her, hitting a violin player, which looked like Fred with her purse. And I'm all like, why are you getting violent now? And then her mom had to come and bail her out by writing her check. And I love how she's like, such a expensive violin and i'm all like yeah bitch violins aren't aren't cheap like no they aren't and you know you're a yeah you're a violin player you know they're not cheap (laughs) if you have a good one and it's your profession they are not cheap yeah they're not a hobby and you just like to do it then you can get inexpensive ones but i'm gonna assume every zero on that check was legit yeah exactly so i'm i'm just like you should be thankful you're not arrested okay for assault okay <laughs> then she takes her to um i don't remember what was the doctor's name do you remember uh, the doctor's name? i don't remember dr royland doc- royland yeah roland royland something like yeah that. it doesn't yeah. matter anyways so she and he's like, I'm going to talk to your mom. And I'm like, you sound weird. I don't like you at First all. First of all, you can't do that. She's an adult. If she hasn't signed a piece of paper saying he that's against TIPA, he can't give out her information. Yeah, to her exactly. right on, right on. Yeah. So she goes sits in the, and I love the conversation. I love how Fred was like, I'm sorry. And she's like ignoring him. And um, I love the woman that she was talking to. And she's like. He's real great with kids. Which one is yours? She's like, I don't have any kids. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm the crazy here. Yeah. I'm here with my mother. <laughs> She's in talking to the doctor. Okay. So then we get a, a hodgepodge of imaginary friends, right? Yeah, we get like the island of misfit toys only in the imaginary friends. Oh, I loved every minute. So we get so we get go to hell, Herman. <laughs> we get Namby Pamby, Pamby, Velcro Head, and Graggy, mm-hmm. and then of course Drop Dead Fred. 
I love this scene. It was so much fun. Um, but and then and then uh, the doctor comes out and he um he's the all green like pills of the death. green pills, yeah. And they're all like, You remember uh, you remember Go Go Mouth? Uh yeah, he had the green pills and he's so all like this scene is where I go, this is the one you can't argue that Fred's real. Oh, I agree. I agree. Fred and his little misfit band of imaginary friends clearly come from somewhere i figure they're in like another dimension or middle earth or whatever because as we've learned in this podcast every movie all the fictional characters live in the center of the earth yeah exactly so So there's clearly a world of imaginary friends that are just waiting till a child needs them which i love that idea that they're just waiting till a kid who needs them um but and the fact that they say remember so and so he they took the pills and he's gone and now yeah and i'm like yeah go mouth yeah this is real and these because she isn't the only one watching this at the time that she sees this she's watching fred being crazy right but all of the kids are seeing their own imaginary exactly friend. that's why i think he's real like yes. they they live in another okay this is going to get weird and everything but so i i wrote this down they live on another plane of yes. existence that we can't see but but elizabeth can see fred because he's revealed himself and revealed his plane of existence that's but the other I mean the, the whichever other kid see calls uh, to them, we're getting into conspiracy the theory right <laughs> but whichever kid calls to them that's the kid that yeah, exactly can see okay see okay we're on the same boat we're on the same boat because i while i was watching this i'm like am i crazy or am i like i'm like okay so because the, if this was all in her head she wouldn't be at a doctor's office with three other kids. Right. Exactly. The exact same thing. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Okay. So we're on the same boat. Good, good, good. Because I was, I was like, oh, but at the same time, I was like, maybe we'll fight about this and it'll be good for the yeah. podcast. But, <laughs> okay. But, so, but I mean, I can, because I can also no, see the uh, other uh, side uh, and I could make an argument. For the no, other I side. love, I love that. I love that he's on the, a different plane of existence. Okay. <laughs> so the mom takes her home. And she's got nurse Bertha and shit. This nurse, I did not like. This is a violation of her rights as an adult. You didn't court and get her, you know, under a conservatorship or declared her incompetent or whatever. This This is just bogus. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But at the same time, this nurse, she was all like. I have a black belt in Taekwondo, so you're not going anywhere, honey. I just wanted to go. You just you could just fat on her, and I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be able to get away. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then Mickey had brought over her purple dress, which I, we're yes. gonna get into. Okay, so then Fred comes in, and he starts talking to her, and he's all like, um, and he and he brings up the memory of her, uh, with the mud pie, and. I really liked this. This was obviously the first um, thing that showed you her father in the preparation of leaving and then leaving. Yes. Um. So long story short, she they make a mud pie by bringing in a bit a bit a big ass the chunk of mud, biggest uh yeah mud he, ball yeah exactly, and then they cover it with like orange juice and tea and corn and they flakes. use the good china yeah. And so the mom comes in and oh and and Fred hides in the um Jack in, Jack the, in the box that we saw from before and she's like where is he? And I'm like why would you ask that of all things? Like where is he? And then she tapes it up but she tells um um Nigel Nigel to tape it up and he's like oh, I don't want anything to do with this. And then she's like you wouldn't you wouldn't know cuz you don't know how to raise a child. I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Your daughter is like 6. Of course he knows how to." And he's like, "Apparently not." And he leaves. And I'm all like, "That's what gets you to abandon your child?" I'm uh, like, "That's where I wrote Nigel's kind of a dick and a pussy." Right? Because he could stand up enough to her to leave and said she was a horrible human being and yeah. everything, but he's going to leave his six-year-old 
daughter in that situation to yeah, fend exactly. for herself. And he clearly never comes around. Right. Yeah, exactly. I felt so bad for her because I was like, oh, you've just been ab- abandoned by the one ally you had besides yeah. Fred. So her mom took Fred away and then her dad took himself away. She has nobody. Yeah, and when she was cleaning up those cornflakes, I felt so bad for her. I was like, this is this is not the way to treat a child. I'm like, I, this is so sad. And that, <laughs> that breakfast part where her mom's cutting her hair because you see that it's the morning after Fred cut yeah. her hair. And her mom's trimming her hair the whole time. She's just being a mega bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, then and then she writes that letter and she's like, if you come back, I will be your best friend. Promise. And he's like, see right there. It says promise. And he's like, I found that in the garden shed when I was hiding. And she's like, that's where I hid it. And she's like, you never responded. And I'm like, yeah, because your mom taped him up in the jack in the box. Yeah. So she tries to escape, but of course the gladiolas give her away because she sneezes. And I'm all like, I'm like, man, honey, you need to get away from, and and that's another thing. Her mom knows, she has to know that she's allergic to gladiolas, but she keeps them around the house. What kind of a kid having a peanut allergy and you sitting next to him eating a peanut butter sandwich. Exactly. I'm all like, what kind of mother keeps around the thing that you're allergic to like yeah. like i don't know my kids aren't allergic to anything at this moment in time but if they ever were i just like art we're never having that in the house yeah. uh, it's so bad okay and of course they can't get out but then mickey uh they escape through the uh the window um which she loves those breaking noises and yes. mickey drives her to the um Wine tasting. tasting. And he's like, hey, he's like, uh, if you ever want to have coffee or some shit like that, I can't remember what he says. Now, I just have to say, uh, Phoebe Cates looks amazing here. Her in that purple dress. I was like, uh, bazooka. Hello, a nurse. Um, She looks Fred didn't look too bad himself either. I love Fred's outfit. I was like, I was like, I know what I'm going for Halloween next year. Um, And he had the cane. I love the cane. I loved everything. Um, and I love the part where where they find Charles and he's like, I thought you said he liked wine. Why does he keep spitting it out? I was like, that is an excellent point, Fred. You are making excellent sense here. But that is a <laughs> I like, thing. I knew there was a reason I liked you, Fred. I knew yeah, it. That, yeah, that is a thing in wine te- uh, tastings where you do drink it and they have you spit it out so you don't get too drunk. But me, I'm all like, is that possible? <laughs> I'm all like, wait a minute. You're just taking a little sip. You're not drinking half the glass. Come on. It's fine. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk about one part in this scene real quick. Okay. So. While they're walking along, there's a waiter, okay? And he is holding up two trays of of hors d'oeuvres. And Phoebe Cates is like, oh, look, grapes. And then Fred grabs a grape from his shoulder, which he's wearing wearing a toga. toga. Yes. And the the toga completely falls off. And you see him that he is naked. But you don't see his his, uh, dick. You see his butt. Now... As an adult, I don't care and everything. But as a, but looking back, I'm all like, I don't think this is appropriate to show to I children. Why wasn't he wearing underwear? That's an excellent question. I mean, he was quite fit and his man ass was quite, uh, you know, fit also. But I love how he was. I love how he was like, oh, can somebody help me take one of these and everything? I was like, oh, dude, everybody's seen your bits already. <laughs> so, just stand up and be proud. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I was like, you've got a six pack. You've got the pecs. You're good to go and everything. Um, so then um, he he tries to find Charlie and he runs underneath um, um, Annabella's skirt, which yeah. is very me too. Um, and he's he's all he's just standing there. His eyes literally come out of his head. Yes. That's and then super happy to be there. Yes. And then Elizabeth goes up and she's like, oh, I was just checking to see what fabric. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, it looks great on you. And she's like, yeah, it feels good, too. And I was like, hey, don't be weird. All right. Right now. OK. And then. <laughs> Charlie comes up and it's revealed that that's Annabella. And I was like, I was like, shut up. I was like, you just met your husband's mistress, the devil's harlot, if you will. (laughs) And, uh, uh, and she's all like, uh, fuck this noise. Cause he's, cause then he's all awed by her new look and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, so then, um, Fred, I love how he's all like, 
we were at a party and the rule is you're not supposed to leave till the end. And she's like, oh, is that the rule? And he's like, yeah. And then um, Charlie shows up in their apartment. And he's like, you look great. And I was like, I was like, get rid of him now. He is yes. not the man for you. No, he's not. And so then they rekindle everything. Mm-hmm. And oh, I love how mm, they're about to, uh, you know, make love. And he hears a, you know, at the, the door. And she's like, it's Fred. And he's like, hey, Fred, this is her husband. Go away now. And he ends up uh, knocking the nurse out with a frying pan. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, I'll take care of it. So he gives her the green pills and um, all this stuff. And he convinces her to take the green pills. Yes. And so she keeps taking them and we get then we get the reveal that Carrie Fisher got so many zeros for her her boathouse. Mm-hmm. And while they're having dinner and drinking a nice, uh, you know, wine or whatever, um, she reveals that uh, this 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 dish or whatever. And it's a mud pie, right? It's and supposed it, to be a beef Wellington. Charles's favorite. But it is a which bubbling hot. This also makes me go, this is why Fred is real. Because she didn't know it was a mud pie. She thought it was the beef wellington thing. And so she convinces him that she's going to make a romantic dinner salad. And I'm all like, is there such a thing? (laughs) At this point, go to a restaurant or order in. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I would have ordered a pizza if this was. And she's she's on her last pill. But she sneezes, and Fred overhears that uh, Charlie is talking to Annabella. Can I say he says this line, and I'm like, <laughs> this line alone, if I heard this, would have made me go, get out. Just get out. Right. Not the fact that he is talking to Annabella. The fact that he says, I'm your fella, Annabella. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that, like, the best? I'm like, man, if I ever... If I got a divorce and I ever met a woman named Annabella, I would use that line. I'd be like, I'm your fella, Annabella. (laughs) (laughs) And so she hears it and then, and she's like, I don't want to be alone. And he's like, come here. And so she falls and she falls into him. And then they transport to a weird cloud world. I don't know where this was. Do you think Um, that's the plane that he lives on? Oh, that's an excellent point. That's the plane that he lives on. That's so good. I agree. I agree. So she ends up defeating him in his car. And um, and then she she builds a tree and she climbs up and defeats her mother. And then she finds herself as a little girl. And then she's all like, all right, let's go. And he's like, I can't go. I can't go with you. He's like, you're all grown up now. And I was like, no, Fred, don't leave. I love you. I was like, don't make me cry, Fred. And he's like, all we you have all to do. all need you, Fred, not just Elizabeth. Yeah, and all she has to do, and he's like, all you have to do is kiss me and say, uh, what is it, drop dead Fred or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, don't be a prevert, Fred, okay? You, you got me, <laughs> okay? I'm going to miss you, but you're all like, you have to kiss me. I'm pretty sure the kiss was not a part of it. um but uh but uh okay you want to you want to get some before you go and she like um hugs him or whatever and then uh comes back to to life and she dumps and annabella leaves charles good for you annabella and then she dumps the romantic salad on his head and she leaves him too yes after wiping a booger on his face fucking gross I would have got up and punched her. I'm just saying. That's that's where I draw the line and she lost me there. Yeah, exactly. And then and then she goes, she drives all the way to her mother's house just to get that freaking jack in the box. And she's all like, she hangs up on Charles. She's like, I'm gonna leave you. I'm I'm leaving now, mom. And she's like, she's like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna be all lonely. And she's like, get a friend. I'm like, yeah, get a friend, you old hag. And then uh, Mickey's all like, I, I don't know what your 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 future is, but I hope that I'm a, a choice in it or whatnot. Yes. And then his little girl comes out and she's covered in chocolate and she's like, I didn't do it. Drop dead. Fred made me do it. And um, she's like, and then uh, Elizabeth is like, what did you say? She's like, drop dead Fred. And, and uh, she's like, you believe me? And she's like, I believe you. And you tell him I send him my love. 
and the 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 nanny is like, I'm sorry, I have to quit and uh, gets caught up in a, a trap of some sort. So how is it that Mickey has never told Elizabeth that his daughter has an imaginary friend called Drop Dead Fred too? Or did Fred not show up in her life until he left? I don't think he showed up until after, after Elizabeth got This is got my rid of other him. thing. Would, this is my question for you on this. Would Fred have been her imaginary friend because there's no way her dad did not tell her stories because I imagine that Mickey was like oh well when my friend Lizzie's parents got a divorce she had an imaginary friend named drop dead Fred oh that's that's a good point do you think Fred would have been her imaginary friend or she would have had a different imaginary friend that's a good point. I think I think because I think now Mickey told her about Drop Dead Fred and that's what made her that's what made Fred go to her. And I absolutely love the fact that Elizabeth is getting involved with Mickey and she is going to get a dose of the other side of Drop Dead Fred. Yes, yes. It would be interesting if there would have been a sequel to see if oh she embraced God. it or if she was like drove mad by it i or... would love a sequel oh my god yeah. they can't do it now because no. you know the actor that played drop dead fred is dead but yeah that would be so good that uh oh you're you're blowing my mind with that with that <laughs> sequel i just always wondered that i was like did the little girl come up with fred on her own or did she know about fred and how would it have oh, worked if God, Phoebe Cates was like her stepmom and was helping her work through things with Fred? And, oh, I just that I, uh yeah, you're blowing my mind. That would have been so good. That'd have been so good. Yeah, no. Um, I think I yeah, we're on the same boat in 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 terms of this movie. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about this movie? There need to be more movies like Drop Dead Fred. Absolutely, I agree. With lovely theme songs like Dog Poo, Dog Poo. Yeah, lovely, right. Lovely dog poo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know how sad it is that sometimes I'm cleaning up because I have dogs. Right. They're dog poo. And I'm like, dog poo, dog poo, you know? And and I'm like, oh, shit. It, it's not lovely, lovely dog poo because I'm having to clean it up. <laughs> but. Still, it comes to my head. I just, I absolutely love this movie. I would have totally loved if Drop Dead Fred was real and one of my kids had him as an imaginary friend. Because that's the other thing too. What type of imaginary friend would you think Fred would be if the parents actually embraced him and encouraged yeah, that's the a child? Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the way he was, I say, because of the mother. I agree. I agree. Um, Veda, would you recommend this movie? Absolutely. Me too. Yeah, this movie. I would is probably great. say maybe like ten to twelve, not necessarily five or six. Oh yeah, yeah. I was watching it. My my um my youngest, who is uh six, five, five. Uh, no six. He's no no five. He's five. Uh, he came in and he was he was watching it. And it was the the waiter scene where he saw the butt and everything. <laughs> and he. He thought that was funny. He's like, I just saw his bunny cakes. And I was like, you did see his bunny cakes, buddy. I was like, that was inappropriate. That was bad parenting on my part. I, I should have known that that was coming up. Uh, but yeah. All right. Let's move over to our um, our next segment of this uh, podcast. And that is our questions section of this uh, podcast. So, Veda, what is your question for this podcast or this so episode? My question is, and I'm sure you can guess mine without thinking about it, um, but what is your favorite Drop Dead Fred-like prank or um, activity he does with Lizzie when it can be any time during the movie? I think me and you have the same one, but I'm just going to say, of course, it's the dog poo part because it's got the... <laughs> It's got, he's on, he's handstanding and he's got the song and everything. Of course it would be the dog poo. What is yours? Yeah, that's totally it because yeah. I'm sorry. Whoever thought in a million years you could take dog poo and turn it into a song and 30 years later, you're walking around going dog poo, dog poo, lovely, lovely dog poo, <laughs> poo. up the side, a little poo up the like lovely, lovely <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So good. I love it. I love it. 
All right. So my question for you is, okay, out of out of the imaginary friends in that hospital in that doctor's office, which was your favorite imaginary friend from this movie? Oh, I took it as which one would have been my imaginary friend. Or yeah, you could take it that too. Uh, I mean, totally Namby Pamby. Because oh, even gotcha. though Namby Pamby was dressed all in a pink tutu and stuff, she was not very feminine at all. And our mom tried to dress me up in pink all the time, but being the girl of three with three brothers, there it took a really long time for me to embrace the the feminine side and yeah. and, stay, and not the tomboy side. So My, definitely Namby yeah. Pamby. I feel you. I feel you. Um, mine was go to hell, Norman or Herman. <laughs> I just really liked his. First off, I like I love his name, go to hell. Um, <laughs> and um, I love how he was just like I don't know. He looked crazy, and I was like, oh, me and you would fit together well. I think if I was, he was uh, the the uh one with the bat cape, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I love that part about him too, and um, and everything. So. All right, and I love their little dance where they all like put their butts together. Oh and- yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. I loved all of it. Um, Veta, is there anything else you want to say about this movie? If you've never seen Drop Dead Fred, you uh, need to. You are watch in it. for a treat. And then go on YouTube and write in the comments how right we were. We exactly. It. Yeah, this is a great movie. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at BSDrunkPod to stay updated. Um, Listen, if you guys listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it, and it helps us out so much. You have no idea. Um, We'll also be posting the video version of this to our YouTube channel, so be sure to subscribe to us there. It is YouTube at BS Drunk Movie Reviews. Also, we have started a Patreon with plenty of different levels to suit any of you that are interested, and the link for that will be in the description down below. And please don't forget to drink, recap, and review, and then repeat. Uh, Bye, you guys. Bye, guys.